Hello, it's me here. I just watched a few nights ago a really good movie. In my mind, I really, really loved it. It was directed by Todd Phillips, who also directed the Hangover movies, starred Joaquin Phoenix. He won the Golden Globe last year in 2019 for the Best Actor in a Motion Picture. And he's also nominated for an Oscar this year in 2020. This is for the new movie that came out, Joker. It is an origin story for Gotham's big favorite supervillain. It was nominated for actually a few Golden Globes and won two of them, one for Best Score, one for Best Performance by an Actor. It was nominated also for the Best uh, Drama Motion Picture. However, it got beat out by 1917. Like I said, it's an origin story for Gotham's favorite supervillain. It's been done a few times. This is the newest installment. Firstly, let me see. I didn't really know what to expect, expect out of this movie. DC movies have tended to either hardcore disappoint me or I've tended to think that they were amazing. I don't find DC movies to have too much of a gray area for me. For instance, I did not like Justice League. I was really disappointed in that. I was super excited about the Suicide Squad movie when the trailers came out. However, I was really disappointed when I watched that too, even though they're coming out with another one. I find myself getting excited for all of these DC movies and then either being disappointed or blown away. I really loved The Dark Knight. I think everyone can collectively say that is an amazing, great movie. I really loved Wonder Woman when it came out, directed by Patty Jenkins. And this is also going to be one of those movies, The New Joker, falls into the I loved it list. This movie was honestly, it was really great. It, it just, it was great. Heath Ledger led some big, left some big shoes to fill. A couple people have tried their hand at this role. We've had a few different people, Jared Leto um, and another person. I can't remember their name exactly, but Heath Ledger is probably the most popular one and well-beloved one. Left huge shoes to fill. It's a crazy and insane role. In my mind, I'm not going to lie, I do think Joaquin Phoenix followed up this role amazingly. I know that this movie is an origin story, therefore it's a prequel to the events that happened in Dark Knight. But as an actor, followed up Heath Ledger's Joker amazingly. And I can see people watching this movie first before the Dark Knight and then watching Heath Ledger's Joker and finding them very believable companions to each other, though even though the role was done by two different people. Speak on the, speaking on the role just a little bit, I can completely tell or like, I guess, assume that if somebody were to play this role, which is a pretty disturbing, pretty dark role, long enough, which it takes a while to make a movie, and they really got into this character, I could see as an actor maybe having that stuff kind of translate into your life. That's kind of a scary thing, because at least in this one, the Joker is an extremely mentally ill, depressed, anxiety-ridden character, and we don't want that to kind of uh, translate into people's real lives, but I can see how an actor really getting into this role, especially as Heath Ledger method acts, I can see how it can really actually have some real negative real effects on their lives, which we can kind of see with the unfortunate overdose of Heath Ledger after this role. Kind of, I can see how it did help lead to that. Joaquin Phoenix is kind of a weird dude. Inherently, he's already played a crazy person before. Uh, I don't know if that's a result from his loopiness in real life is kind of a result from his roles or not. But Joaquin Phoenix really was a good guy for this role. This movie really did completely make me feel disturbed and uncomfortable the entire time, but in the best way possible. 
As unrealistic as villains are, a lot of the events that lead to the downturn of the Joker, our Arthur Fleck, actually don't seem too far out. What I mean by that is that this movie and, and in the character portrays a lot of things that are real. Extremely poor mental health, mistreated by society, being lied to by the people you trust, being taken advantage of, and the general struggles of life and working and having a job and caring for yourself and others. Amazing storytelling was practiced in this movie. This was an amazing story of someone who turns to insanity and gave up, kind of giving into their dark side, but their dark side being more something that was created rather than something he was born with. I guess this does kind of toy around with the question of nature versus nurture. For this movie, I kind of saw it as a more almost completely a bad nurturing situation. As this movie and the story progresses, we do learn things about the Joker's childhood that kind of led to his craziness or I guess his his general problems that he has later in life that eventually generally lead to him giving into his darkness. One big standout thing in this movie is the condition, a mental condition that Arthur Fleck has where he involuntarily and very inappropriate times laughs at really uncontrollably and it's very uncomfortable to watch. I did wonder, I was like, is this even a real condition? I've never even heard of it before. I did look that up. It is a real condition. It's called pseudobulbar. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, otherwise known as PBA. It is a neurological condition or injury that affects the way that the brain controls emotion. This comes out as involuntary laughing or crying at very inappropriate times. Usually an outlandish response, so sometimes the laughing is so you know, crazy that they end up crying. This condition actually is more known for causing an outburst of crying rather than laughing. Its causes could be stroke, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, a brain tumor, multiple, multiple sclerosis, but also I think more often when I was reading about it, it's most often caused by a traumatic brain injury. Why have we maybe never heard of this? Well, that's because it's actually very rare. Not very many people in the world get this condition. It is uncurable, but however, it is a condition that can resolve itself in a few months. When this condition is actually really severe, this can cause extreme embarrassment, social isolation, anxiety, and depression. We do see these things in Arthur Fleck because he actually ends up being forced to be his own advocate when he carries around these little cards. So when he's like on the bus and he starts uncontrollably laughing and everyone around him is kind of staring and really uncomfortable, he gets out one of these cards, hands it to the person describing that he has this condition. But as you see in the movie, there aren't always a situation where he can give this card to the people and it ends up happening at very inappropriate times. And he's, it's really honestly disturbing, but really, really sad to watch. Away from the condition, back to the movie. It is an amazing story with depth and a lot of character development. This whole movie was a character development. It's also almost completely held up by Joaquin Phoenix. There are very few supporting characters that happen throughout. It is mainly just Joaquin doing his thing, doing incredible acting the entire time for the entirety of the movie. He plays Arthur Fleck, a struggling comedian slash clown performer. He is very much so subject to ridicule and hardship. We see the stages of him 
as a struggling man to a frustrated and angry person to confused and hurt and then ending up in him inevitably becoming the dangerous psychotic person. All of this is told with his incredible acting, all with the backdrop of extremely poor mental and physical health. I can't stress this enough how good they did at making you feel disturbed throughout the movie. It's like they broke a fourth wall with feelings. I'm not crazy, I just thought the movie was really good. Do I find the Joker relatable? As a whole, no, we really shouldn't be finding him relatable. But I do think there are a lot of relatable themes in this movie that people could probably relate to on some aspect or some level. These are themes like the desire to be something, or maybe even the desire to be something that you'll never be. Feeling super hit hard by life. Feeling unheard, feeling unforgotten about. Feeling like there's no chance for you. Clearly, people should not be like the Joker, but they could relate to a lot of the themes here. The whole movie is kind of a slow build that leads up to a Big Bang ending. In between all this, we see the Joker's clown dancing throughout. He does it a few times. In fact, I loved every scene in which Joaquin Phoenix was dancing as the Joker. The dance that you see from the movie poster, the internet refers to it as the freedom dance, and it was dancing down the stairs after he lets go and unapologetically accepts himself for who he is, and that is a crazy, dangerous, and insane person. It is the scene that will be a standout for its incredible acting and the buildup that led to it. He's just dancing down the stairs, free, but in a very morbid way. I don't condone anyone do this. We also get to see a young and cute Bruce Wayne. His parents are killed in front of him, thus kicking off the Batman origins. We see the Joker and his movement gain followers. I was always wondering when I was watching The Dark Knight, I was like, where did he get all these like clown associates? We kind of see him build that following. We see that moment where he becomes the Joker. I was waiting for that the entire movie. I was like, there has to be a thing that happens to him that takes him from what he was and who he was to the Joker. We see that slow build and then we see that moment. It's just a really good movie. Cool themes that are represented. A lot of mental health representation in there, which is, you know, a a topic right now that's gaining popularity to be talked about openly, which is important. And also just a really good movie if you want to feel kind of disturbed and uncomfortable the entire time. I like those kind of movies that almost, like, I liked those kind of movies. I like the movie Hereditary and, you know, like, I'm kind of coming around on horror movies. So I do like those kind of uncomfortable feeling movies. Definitely go see this movie. It came out not too long ago. I predict that Joaquin Phoenix will win the Oscar for it. We'll check in next episode or whenever the Oscars happens, the episode after the Oscars, I will check in. Hopefully, I think I'll be right. He did win the Golden Globe. I think everyone thinks he's going to win, but we'll see. And I think the movie is also nominated for Best Drama for the Oscars. We'll see. It has some stiff competition, but go watch The Joker. Good movie. Thank you for listening. Thank you for nerding out with me. Have a great day. here's a section where I talk about a few past episodes, misses, add-ons, whatever else I maybe forgot or wish to add on now, future new developments that may have happened. Not too much other than the fact that I did talk about Galaxy's Edge in my last episode, and I furthermore, after watching a few YouTube videos of people building lightsabers, definitely want to go back and build my own lightsaber. I'm very 
sad that I didn't do it last time. And I really, really want to build a yellow lightsaber. <sighs> so go do that. I'll be there in spirit. Do it for me. Also, speaking on my live action episode I did a little bit ago, I am going to give Lion King another chance. It is coming out on Disney Plus in the next few weeks. So we are going to give the live action Lion King another shot. I did today, actually, just watch Rise of Skywalker again and continued to love it. Frozen 2 is coming out on Disney Plus in a few weeks. I am really excited to force my family to watch that with me. And that is really all the new developments that have happened since we last did one of these. I will update you on how The Lion King goes in one of the future episodes. Well, anyway, thank you for listening this far. Bye.